Hello and welcome back to another episode of Wealthy Expat. This week I've got Rami from Stake, uh, from in Dubai in fact, uh, on the podcast with me this week and it's a pleasure to have you here. Rami, how are things going for you? Thank you very much, Chris. Great. Thanks for having me on uh, on this podcast. Uh, really excited for it. Been, uh, been been looking forward to this all week. Good. I'm, uh, hopefully we can make your week. It's, it's an honor to have you on the <laughs> show and I'm looking forward to learning more about how stake work as a business and, and how you're finding things in Dubai at the moment and understanding that Dubai market in a bit more detail. So it should be a good chat. But as a whole, um, how, are thing, how are things now going in Dubai, hopefully post-pandemic or, you know, post-pandemic as it is at the moment, we feel like we've come out of the, the worst of it. But how are things going in Dubai from the uh, COVID perspective? Well, you know, I, 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 it's crazy. I mean, you know, I don't feel like we actually went through a pandemic in Dubai. Uh, I, I, if you lived in Dubai through the pandemic, I think you went through it for like three months. Um, and then it was uh, life as normal. I think they, you know, they've done a phenomenal job here um, with, with, you know, maintaining the pandemic, uh, making sure, you know, they were very safe, uh, look, look, locking up the airports when they needed to. Uh, getting everyone vaccinated. I think, you know, uh, the UAE in general um, was number two country in the world in terms of getting the number of people vaccinated. Um, yeah. And, you know, it was, they just did a phenomenal job. And, you know, I really mean this. I think three months into into the, into the COVID, everyone was like, oh man, when is this going to end? And we're like, oh, listen, yeah. it's ended. You know, we, we, our life was, uh, was back to normal. And, you know, that's really uh, been reflected in, in, in everything from you know, hotel stays and, and real estate numbers, which I'm sure we'll get into uh, later. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Dubai, Dubai is back, uh, back that's better awesome. than it ever was before. That's uh, that's great. You guys had a very strong vaccination output from memory. I think you yeah. guys had yeah achieved your vaccination numbers within a couple of weeks from memory. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, well, I think it was over, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a six month period. Uh, okay. But you know, they were getting everyone uh, uh, vaccinated. It was very organized. I mean, honestly, I, I had a, I had friends who actually came to Dubai, got residency uh, yeah. specifically to get vaccinated because back home where they were, where they weren't able to get the vaccine. So, I mean, but it just shows you the the how how great how great the leadership is here. Yeah, they've done a good job indeed. They've made a. I think a lot of these European countries very jealous and inspire a lot of Brits <laughs> slowly making their way oh, yeah. over to, to Dubai more and more. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, um, but yeah. that's good to know. It's it's good to hear that things are definitely back on track, and hopefully the tourism. I'm sure the tourism numbers haven't really dropped a significant amount for Dubai over this pandemic. It's been almost a, a safe haven for people to get away to. Um, but it's mm -hmm. it's good to see that things are are back to normal uh, pre pandemic days. Now, mm -hmm. it'd be interesting if you could tell some of our listeners about Stake, um, how the idea of Stake came about, and just understand your business a bit more, if you don't mind giving us a bit of a rundown. Um, on the business itself? Sure. Um, so just a quick summary on myself. So I, I've, I've been living in Dubai for the last 16 years. Um, all I've done is real estate. So, you know, I've, I've seen the market grow. I've seen the market slow down. You know, I, I've, I've been through, uh, you know, the, the, the peaks and, and, and the lows. But, you know, throughout my entire career, I've, I've you know, managed teams both on the sales and marketing side and looked at you know, retail investors who want to invest in, in, in the real estate market in Dubai. Um, you know, the beauty of Dubai as a city is it appeals to so many people internationally. Um, you know, everyone wants a, wants a piece of Dubai. And, you know, being 
having worked with with some of the biggest developers here, um, you know, I got exposed to uh, you know clients from all over the world. Specifically, you know, I, I lived in uh, uh, Russia, I lived in Nigeria. I was able to travel around and, and see what you know what how Dubai appealed to, to to so many people. But you know, there was always a disconnect because you would see that you know it, it, people would, would fly into Dubai, and Dubai easily sells itself. They come in, they see the tallest tower, the beaches, you know, the security infrastructure. And everyone wants a piece of it, but there was always a disconnect and, and a misalignment because you know, someone would come in and the brokers or the developers, uh, w- w- you know, some of the times there, there was m- many, many times where they wouldn't really offer them the best product in the market. And I was seeing that, you know, firsthand, you know, you, you get someone from abroad coming in and end up either buying something that was overpriced, uh, where, you know, the, the returns were exaggerated, or they were buying something that was off plan, where they had to wait four to five years to see any returns. You know, and I was seeing that firsthand all throughout my entire career. And I'm like, okay, listen, there, there has to be a better way of, 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 you know, getting these investors to uh, make money from this fantastic market. Um, you know, and, and the thing is, when, when, when people are investing in a foreign country, it's always, you know, they're a bit worried and you know, they don't know the rules and regulations. And if they end up having a bad experience, they end up talking about it and telling their friends. And, you know, it, it's just a, 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 a bad reputation. So... You know, if, if you can find a way, and there's, you know, there's a lot of great property here. There's fantastic developers and, and, and brokers. And, you know, I think some of the times they, 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 they just, you know, end up, uh, uh, you know, some of these clients end up in, in the wrong hands. So, you know, looking at the market and saying, how can we build a, a, a platform or a product that allows people to invest in real estate without putting all that capital into one property? And I think real estate is, is, a, is a great asset class because everyone understands it. You know, it's not like equities or right now crypto. You know, it's a, it's a very straightforward product, right? You know, I invest Definitely. in a property, it's rented, you know, yeah, you I, I, touch I make it, money. And... It's there. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I, you know, I was taught from you know, whenever I was young, you know, if you make money, if you start say, put money into property, right? We're, we're yeah. always taught that. Buy exactly. your home. And... So we have an affinity to real estate. So, you know, there's, there's a big opportunity to creating a platform where you simplify the entire investing process for these clients. Um, you know, and, 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 and doing it in a very transparent way where, you know, you're, you're giving the information, putting that information in, in, in the power of, of, of the consumer and allowing him to make and her to make that decision. Yeah. So, you know, we, we and then, you know, COVID came. Um, and yeah. I think that was that was fantastic because, you know, uh, people are a lot more open to doing things online. Um, you know, people are, are, are just the, the speed of, of adoption of technology has been huge. So. You know, what we did is, okay, listen, we wanted to create a platform and say, okay, real estate, and now COVID happened. How can we get real estate online and allow people to invest in under three minutes from their phone um, in a very transparent way? And, and that's what Stake is. It allows people to invest in Dubai real estate in under three minutes um, in ready residential real estate. And we pay, allow people to make dividends on a monthly basis. Um, so, yeah, that's what it is. That works very well. It's uh, it's interesting to hear your perspective on how the pandemic really helped shape the business as well. I think, you know, obviously we weren't able to go out and spend our money on on you know, fancy dinners at restaurants or go out for a coffee every morning or whatever it may be. Going those leisure, the leisure aspect of life. So people had these these savings built up there, and I think from you know what I've seen on your platform and the way in which it works, I think it's a fantastic way for people that have some savings tucked away that don't want to put up too much capital into, into property, but still give them some exposure to the real estate market, give them an understanding of the real estate market and how it behaves and the sort of returns that you'll get on that money. Um, and I think it's a, it's definitely, yeah, you've taken, you've been an opportunist in a, in a, in a opportunistic market, you could say, and, and taken advantage of it. And I, I like it. I like the, I like the idea. Um, 
from a client perspective, so who do you think would benefit most from using your platform? Good question. You know, I think anyone who who wants to invest in real estate. So there's two people. You know, there's people who want to who, who who want to buy real estate and can afford to full out. You know, invest in property. And you know that that to that to that type of client, we say, listen, why why are you risking all that capital or putting all that capital? You know, with any investment, there's risk, right? Why why would you put all that capital into one property? We're saying, listen, through our platform, you can diversify. Um, and rather than putting all the equity into one property where th there's high occupancy risk or sorry, vacancy risk, yeah. um, you know, diversify those that, that capital across, you know, five or six different properties um, or, you know, put it into five or six properties and use that other money into equities or, you know, diversify that portfolio. And then there's other type of client, which, you know, I've always seen throughout my career are people who really want to invest in property, but just couldn't afford to. Um, you know, they could, their mortgage got rejected or, you know, they didn't have that full, uh, that savings to, to invest into that property. So we say, listen, you know, we open it up. So we allow people to invest for any amount. Um, you know, we, we actually are, are, uh, we're announcing our expo promotion tomorrow, which is we've really? lowered our minimums to, to no minimums. So oh, wow. we, we can, yeah, we'll let people invest from any amount they want, um, in any property, uh, for, uh, you know, starting from one dirham, uh, you oh, know, wow, there's, there's no minimum. Um, and what we're doing during Expo, which is, you know, the biggest, uh, if, if you don't know what Expo is, it's one of the biggest yeah. exhibitions in the world. It's happening in Dubai. Tomorrow is, is, is the date. Uh, we're giving every every person who invests on our platform 5% cash back. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, good on incentives. Any, on any investment. Yeah, yeah. On any investment they make. So, you know, this is just part of our, our Expo promotion. Okay. Um, but, and, and, and to go back to your question as well is, is, is also our, our, our platform opens it up to, to people who want to create a disposable income. You know, they have some, they have disposable income. They want to create a secondary income, this monthly dividends. Um, and, you know, I think real estate provides that. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's interesting. It's uh, interesting to hear these different perspectives. And that's, I think that's an incredible uh, advantage being able to, to start with, you know, like you said, one Durham, for example. Um, what was the previous buy before from it? Was it 2000 Durham? Is that correct? Yeah, which is, yeah, it was uh, our, our minimum was $550. Uh, yep. we, we, we had that minimum for eight months. And then, you know, we obviously the expo coming and we realized, listen, why are we setting a minimum number for what people can afford in property? You know, uh, yeah. that's not, it shouldn't be up to us. Um, and so we decided, listen, uh, we want the, the investor to decide how much money they want to put into real estate and how much they want to put into each property. That's brilliant. And how do you choose which properties that you're going to add on to your portal? What process do you go through for that? So what we, for, first of all, by regulation, we're only allowed to do residential real estate. Um, so the Dubai regulator, the DFSA only uh, uh, allows us to do residential real estate, which is not a problem, right? Because in COVID, yeah. I think residential real estate is, is, is uh, the prices are, are increasing. I mean, in Dubai, they're up 30%. I mean, we're it's on track to see $30 billion worth of transactions this year, um, wow. which is the best since 2013. Um, so, it's you know, we, we focus on residential real estate and the way we, we, we onboard it is we look at, you know, we have certain data points that each property needs to qualify and you know it depends on the developer the location um the view the size uh the occupancy you know do we feel that we can do both short term and long term uh what is the vacancy risk you know there's there's a lot of points to do that uh, and we've developed we've actually uh you know developed a, a machine learning algorithm with mit in in um in the us uh part of their project called capstone uh which we will be uh uh, announcing very soon towards the end yeah. of the year of, of how we're going to start using that to, you know, better uh, uh, help us, you know, choose better deals. Sure. 
that's interesting that's uh that'll be a powerful tool and that'll be very very helpful mm -hmm. it was going to lead on to my next question about what types of properties you invest in but you've, uh, mm -hmm. you've answered that question with the residential side of things and from a price point perspective um do you focus in a certain kind of price field say the half million to a million dollar property price range or, or does it really vary depending on on what you're willing to take on uh, good question. So when we started, we obviously wanted to start small, you know, uh, in terms of the property price. Uh, but right now, I think it's, you know, recently we just closed one of the, uh, well, it is the highest value uh, property for crowd invested in Mina. Um, it was close to $550,000, um, which was, you know, our, our biggest uh, property yet. But right now, I think, you know, part of in Dubai market right now, the luxury market is, is doing very well. So, right. you know, we, we, yeah, I mean, it's there's an article the other day in Forbes that uh, you know the world's richest have moved to Dubai, um, and you yeah. see the property prices are are going crazy right now on on, on the luxury side. So you know we're not bound yeah. to uh, any specific price point. We're, we're if if the if the deal makes sense, um, we, we'll we'll onboard it. Yeah, that's a very good point. I think going back to your your point you mentioned before around the increases in property values that you've seen, um, did you mention it was th about thirty percent? from memory that's mm -hmm. astronomical uh increases for the year so yeah. i think yeah dubai's only got one way to, to really go at the moment and you know unless we see something that we saw or similar to what we saw in in 2008 which touch wood we won't and hopefully the chinese situation with evergrand sorts itself out but yeah. um <laughs> i don't think you know the, the dubai market is a is a strong place to invest um i lived in or as i mentioned to you prior to this i lived in abu dhabi for about two years and to see the amount of change and the evolving of Abu Dhabi in the two years that or just over two years that we there were there was astronomical. You you arrived on 2000, it would have been about 2007 when we got there and literally you, you get off the plane and there was almost nothing around you. It was just a desert, a, a barren wasteland, you could say. And, and in two years, there's you've, you've got the creation of a city uh, and everything oh, that yeah. a city needs, really. So I think that yeah. it's always going to be one of those places, isn't it? Oh, and, and, you know, I think um, COVID has really cemented Dubai and, and just the UAE in general, you know, because, yeah. you know, I think before people used to say, oh, Dubai is the best city in Mina. Um, you know, now it's like Dubai is, is competes with the likes of New York and Paris and yeah. London and Singapore. I mean, you know, it's a global city. It's very connected. I mean, you have Emirates Airlines. You can fly direct on, Anywhere. on you know. Anywhere, right? Yeah. Um, and I think I, I think uh, the leadership here, uh, you know, not just in COVID, but they've done a phenomenal job after COVID in making sure that people feel a, a belonging, right? They've now issued long-term visas. Um, right. and, and people now, and you see this, right? So there's a lot of renters who have become homeowners now. Um, yeah. And there's a shift in the market. Right. So you know, that just shows you people are, are making Dubai home. So yeah, I think long-term, interesting. Uh, this is a great place to invest. And I yeah. think, you know, there's, you have to be very careful in where you invest in which location, which developer. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, if you get it right here, the returns are, are, are really uh, better than anywhere else you can get in okay. major cities. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. Um, and that leads on to my next question around the risks involved with investing with stake, for example. And how do you mitigate those risks of buying a property when there is going to be multiple owners to that, that property investment? Um, but yeah, how do, you, how do you mitigate that risk? So the way it works is, so we, we agree with a seller. Um, when we identify a property or, or a property comes to us, uh, we agree with a seller that we will get them the, the, the we sign an MOU and memorandum of understanding that we would, you know, get them the, the agreed price. And then we list yep. it on our platform. 
Um, and then we obviously investors, uh, you know, buy stakes into the, into the unit. Um, and then we close it and register an SPV um, in the DIFC, which is the Dubai International Financial Center, uh, where we're operating from and regulated from. Um, and then the title deed comes out in the name of the SPV. So all the, all the investors get uh, share certificates, uh, official share certificates from the DIFC. They can even check their name in the uh, DIFC registrar to see that they are in that SPV. Um, and then the title deed comes out in the name of the SPV. So, you know, in terms of, in terms of, there aren't any risks in managing the property or owning the property. So, you know, God forbid something happens to stake, that property is owned by that SPV um, right. and the title deed is the name of the SPV. So we, we actually have no ownership uh, interests in the property. And, and, and by regulation, by regulation, we're not allowed so that there's no conflict of interest. Right. Uh, what we do have responsibility to is managing the entire process. Um, you know, forming the SPV and then actually keeping an eye out on the asset manager to make sure that, you know, they're renting out the property, that they're getting the maximum returns, um, meeting the projections and, and you know, yeah. making sure that the property is well taken care of. Okay. So do you, when, the, when you are given these properties, do you list them almost kind of like a campaign and say it's 90 day campaign or expressions of interest? You have 90 days to express your interest on the property. And then once that 90 days comes to an end, that's that's kind of the the end of the campaign and you can no longer invest in that property is that in essence how it, how it uh, works as well a hundred percent yeah hundred percent i mean we do six we do 60 days there's a timer on each property um you know and and ever since we launched you know knock on wood we, we we've all our properties have been funded and, and closed and you know even shorter than 60 days uh and i think you know it's it's partly to do with with the fact that people want to invest in real estate and partly because obviously the 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 market in Dubai is hot and you know it's really helping us you know definitely definitely let's talk a bit a bit of a bit about that Dubai market now and and where the interest and in, and most of your inquiry may be coming from but to start off with that was going to be my question so where is your interest coming from for a lot of your deals at the moment uh, from an investor point of view Oh, from a country perspective. So is it is it American okay. interest or European or okay. so, Asian for that matter? Yeah. Uh, so actually, uh, you know, with, within uh, uh, in eight months since we launched, we have over 65 different nationalities have invested on our platform. Wow. Um, and that's just testament to, to you know, the, the, uh, how, how much people around the world are, are interested in, in Dubai and, and parking real estate or parking money into real estate in Dubai. Um, you know, our, our, our main markets, you know, and, and if you look at Dubai, around 85% to 90% of the investors are non-residents. Um, okay. And, you know, we have investors. So there isn't just, you know, I can't tell you the majority of them are from one place. Yeah. Really, we have investors from as far as Singapore. Uh, we have investors in Canada. Uh, we have actually, you know, we, uh, we onboarded our first uh, Australian investor a couple of weeks ago. Epic. Um, we haven't, <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we have, uh, uh, I mean, we have, we're, we're, I'll, I'll give you a country where um, we had our first investor from Finland. I mean, wow. and, and the beauty of it is it shows you how scalable it is because Dubai appeals to so many, you know, nationalities. Um, yeah. You know, that's, we can run a campaign in, in, in the country and you'll be sure that you'll get people investing from those places. That's incredible. Um, so that's where the most of the interest is in. Yeah, that's incredible. I think it just goes to show how strong that Dubai market is, as you mentioned. I think that it's got that international recognition. You're in a very central location in terms of a global perspective, and it's quite easy for, for really anywhere in the world to, to access. So um, I think there's yeah definitely a lot of opportunity from a global perspective with that Dubai market. Now, in terms of how your business is working in, in the Dubai market, but how have the locals kind of reacted to, to the way in which stake 
has come about. Are you getting interest from the Emiratis as well? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, actually our biggest, uh, so, you know, the investors who put in the most amount of money on our platform have been Emiratis. Right. Um, and yeah, and, and, and you know, I, I think there's, um, there, there's always been that, you know, because Emiratis know the market very well. When they see a good deal, they know it. Um, you know, it's, it's their home. So I think that's the advantage we've had that, you know, all our deals that we've put on the platform have been great deals. Um, so yeah, we, we, that, that's been great. And, and the beauty of it is referrals, right? So because the community here, you know, when you're here and people have a great experience, they just refer and we've had the fantastic referral rate from, from the local Emirati community. That's awesome. That's uh, definitely a step in the right direction. And and, 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 and and yeah, and I'll say something. When you have uh, Emirati investors, it's uh, it, it it shows that you're doing something right because they know the market, exactly. you know, and, and they understand the market. So you know, if, if, if that's that's been the big that's testament right. for us. And they uh, they'll all talk to their families as well, and and you'll end up word of mouth goes around, and before you know it, you'll have more and more investors. Exactly. Right direction. Exactly. That referral agreement. Um, so in Dubai as well, are there many platforms similar to this? I know in Australia, we've got a couple that uh, are a similar kind of business model. The UK just started introducing a couple more. But in Dubai, are you, are you one of the only or is there a couple um, businesses that act similar to yourself? Uh, I know of one. Uh, I wouldn't say they're very similar, uh, just because yeah. I'm very competitive. I'll say we're much better. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, you know, there's. I mean, you're always going to have more players coming into the market. This is this is a big enough market. I know of one, uh, but I think you know what differentiates us is obviously the team, the technology we're building, the experience we have in the market, um, and you know, the, there's there's some exciting uh, announcements we're going to be making very soon. You know, we have a fantastic group of shareholders behind us uh, who are you know not not just. Uh, very, very big on, on tech, but they're actually uh, uh, real estate developers in other markets. Um, you know, our lead investor is a, is, a, is a real estate developer in the United States with over $6 billion under management. Uh, we have another shareholder who's uh, a, a real estate developer in London, actually. They've built the tallest residential tower in London. Um, so, you know, eventually we will, uh, we will be looking at bringing in more properties, uh, not just in Dubai, but outside of Dubai onto our platform. That's great. I think there's definitely an opportunity there. And as we touched on at the start, I think you know, people even similar or slightly younger than me that have some savings there, they're, they're ready to get into property and and don't have, let's say, 50, 60, 70 thousand dollars tucked away where they can go and pay for an entire deposit and fund the mortgage. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a great a great alternative for people to create an extra stream of income that have a have a more passive income, you could say. Um, and still have their uh, their main job, but whilst having exposure to the real estate market, I think it's a, a fantastic opportunity and encourage a lot of people 100%. who are listening to to get involved if you are within means to, or you just want some exposure to the market. Most definitely, a hundred percent. And and I'll say one thing, sorry, because uh, you know That's for right. me it's uh, you know it's I, I, people say okay, how much money should I put into real estate? And I will never tell anyone to put all their money into real estate or a significant part of, of their portfolio into real estate. You know, our, our, the whole point of stake is you know diversify. We allow people to put a portion of 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 that wallet that they have, of that disposable income, that their savings into real estate, um, without having to you know worry about a mortgage, without having to worry about you know putting a big amount. And I think you know anyone who's listening who's always wanted to, you know, participate in the Dubai real estate market and has said, oh, listen, I don't understand the rules and regulations. I don't want to put that much risk. I think, yeah. you know, as a platform, we, we provide that transparency and, and we really allow people to get that real estate exposure um, 
which we say part of your 20% of your portfolio should be into real estate. Um, okay. And, and we, 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 you know, we help people do that. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's a, a great initiative. And uh, if anyone is listening and wants to have a chat to the team at stake, they're a very friendly bunch. I had a call from one of uh, Rami's colleagues last week uh, once <laughs> I'd signed up to the platform. Um, and yeah, it's uh, great to have a chat with them. Uh, and if you if you want to have a chat with Rami, I'm sure he's more than happy to do so. Um, of course. In terms of the real estate industry, and this is kind of from a, from a general perspective, but do you see changes or do you see it? Obviously, you see an opportunity with stake at the moment with the way in which the real estate industry is evolving. Um, but can you see a lot more businesses or companies coming to market as technology and innovation changes for the real estate industry, but similar business models to yourself? Do you think that you might be you know, carving the way, in a sense, for, for the change in, in real estate? You know, I, I think, you know, um, I see end users and, and buyers moving to make the real estate buying and investing decisions online. Um, you know, I think you'll always need that human touch because it, it is a big out there with, you know, real estate, you know, buying a home or investing in a home is, is still a big decision. Um, you know, but, but I do think that all these decisions are going to be pushed online. Um, and I think developers and, and brokers or anyone in the real estate industry that is still, you know, focused or, or still doing things before, like, they, you know, they were doing it before COVID, I think, you know, they're going to be left behind. Um, and I'll, you know, I'll go even as far as saying that people will end up buying real estate the way people buy things on Amazon. Um, yeah. You know, really, you know, with on-demand services. I mean, you know, you're ordering groceries yeah. online today. You know, and 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 I, and I say this: my grandmother moved from Lebanon to Dubai recently, right? Yeah, uh, bless her. You know, she's 82. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, enjoyed always going to the grocery store, choosing her fruits and vegetables. Right? She moved to Dubai, and and I was, you know, I was at her house last weekend, and she was ordering groceries off her phone, and I'm like, I mean, what are, what are you doing? <laughs> you're a new woman. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. And, and and that just shows you the power of technology. And and you know, had it not been for COVID, she wouldn't have done that. And I think you know, uh, on-demand services are becoming a lot more mainstream across all channels. So and, and people are becoming a lot more impatient. You know, they, they order something, they want it now. Um, now. And I th- I see that exactly. transitioning to real estate, um, it's, it's buying and investing. It's it's true actually, and and same goes for even funds and shares and in banking these days. The amount of power that you have from these little devices oh, yeah. that you can do. You know, I don't need to go and speak to my branch manager in the branch anymore, or I don't need to speak to a fund manager. I can just do it all on my app, and if something goes wrong okay they'll flip me a message and, and we'll sort it out but you just that that face-to-face interaction is slowly losing its power mm-hmm. i feel um and i think mm-hmm. that yeah we're going to start to see more and more businesses adapt and and online and, and technology-based platform to make it as simple and easy as possible um i think the yeah. way in which we now like you were saying with the amazon stuff we we don't want to go down to say the westfield or the the dubai mall or whatever it may be to go to our shops we'd much rather just sit on our computer or sit on our phone and and order it and have a next day delivery. So I think that we'll start yes. to see more real estate businesses adapt, not a faceless business. I don't think real estate could work without having some face-to-face uh, interaction, but I think that we'll mm-hmm. start to see a lot more platforms adopt that that technology side of, of things and, and make it as easy as possible for people to do as much as possible without speaking yeah. to someone. And speed, speed is so important. Like real estate inherently is a slow process. Right, like you have to buy, you see a unit, you, you view an apartment or a, a villa or whatever it is, and then you have to, you know, agree on the price, negotiate, get a mortgage, sign the papers. I mean, it's an inherently long process. Yeah. So I think the winners of of the, you know, the people who are going to be championing or or pushing the envelope of of this change are people who can actually lessen the amount of time of that transaction. 
yeah. um, that entire process. And I think, you know, that's, that's where the key is. And, and you know, I, I'm very proud to say that really on stake in three minutes, you can own a piece of Dubai. And, you know, I think even, even, even that we're, we're finding ways of shortening it. Right. And, and yeah. I think that's what people want today. Um, you know, getting people to not only, you know, lower the risk and investing risk, but making that experience a lot more seamless and streamlined and shorter. Definitely. I'm a, I really want to buy myself a piece of Dubai real estate now. So I'm going to have to <laughs> look into this. And I said that to you last time, but uh, I will definitely have a, have a bit of a look into it. I'm uh, keen to play around with it. Um, I think it's definitely sure. a good way to, to have some exposure to an international, an alternative market opposed to something that I'm used to in the UK or Australia, for example. So it's definitely worth exploring. And any listeners that are exploring, as I mentioned before, Rami would be more than happy to have a chat with you. Uh, and we will have his contact details in, in the, the description to this bio as well, if you do want to reach out to him. But Rami, it's been fantastic to have you on the show today. Um, I really appreciate it's been my pleasure. time and, and glad that, yeah, hopefully your day hasn't been too chaotic. I know you had a, a bit of a stressful <laughs> morning, but hopefully this yeah. has uh, relaxed you a little bit more and, and given you a bit of a break from the, the corporate world. But thank you once again for jumping on. Um, it's, uh, Thanks anyone, a lot for having me, Chris. It's, it's been awesome. So any listeners that are, uh, listening to today's show please don't forget to like comment and subscribe uh, we'll get back to your comments and if you have any questions about the business of stake uh, or even just want to have a chat about the dubai market um, or the australian market for that matter please feel free to flick myself or rami a message in and we'll get back to you but thank you again and thank you rami and we'll speak very soon thanks a lot chris appreciate it thanks for having me on